welcome to How to Live the Podcast, where we are figuring out this thingy called life with real, meaningful, and fun conversations. We are your hosts, Jess and Steph Daron, and we hope you are having a fab week so far. We're coming to you from our couch where we are on puppy duty, and we're really hoping you're not going to hear our puppy gnawing on coffee table books in the background. Or my feet. Now he's gnawing on my feet, but I'm just going to go with it and pretend it's not happening, and ow, keep talking to you anyway so me and the puppy actually just woke up from a nap afternoon naps is my latest thing that I've gotten really into really is this like in replacement of afternoon meds well meds being meditation not medication just in case anyone was wondering so Sometimes it might be instead of meditation, but sometimes it might be an afternoon meditation into a nap. Ooh, indulgent. I like it. Very indulgent. I've been learning more about my cycle and learning about how women are usually tired half a week before and half a week after their period. And I'm definitely noticing that I feel really tired during those times. So if I feel it, I'll just let myself have like a half hour cat nap, even though the one I just had was about an hour. Uh, tracking the cycle. I like it. I feel like people in Byron are super into that and I've never done it before, but I do notice that I'm always really sleepy and tired around the time of my period. And you had mentioned to me that you can kind of track that and plan for it and be more gentle on yourself in those times and be more energetic and do things that are more high energy in the times where you have more energy every month without fail. It creeps up on me and surprises me. And Mm. I'm always like, what? Why am I so tired? Oh my God. Why am I feeling really depressed right now? Like I'll have this one moment where I just wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh, life. And then the next day I get my period and I'm like, oh, that's what was happening. So I feel like it would be helpful to track. So helpful. And even for anyone who's listening and doesn't get their period, I actually don't get a regular period because I'm on Implanon. And so I haven't gotten a regular period for about four years. And so I thought that I just didn't have a cycle. And then what I learned through all this learning is that that's actually not true. And if you don't get your period for whatever reason, you're actually linked up with the moon. So on the full moon, that's the first day of my cycle. And then it's funny because since I learned that, now that I know on the off month that I do actually get my period, it always happens on the full moon, which is wild. Oh, so that's why you're saying you're tracking your cycle right now, but you're not actually getting your period. You're just tired still. Yeah, I don't have my period. Whoa, magical bodies we have. Magical. Women are just queens. They sure are. So speaking of women, today's episode is dedicated to you, our friends. So this topic of conversation is something we love to talk about. and the Dare re- I say our favorite topic of conversation, particularly in the office, particularly where, there. where we spent many years chiseling away at the women we work with <laughs> on our opinions on this topic. And the reason we decided to talk about it on a podcast is we are aware that it's quite controversial. We'll say that now, you know, you're obviously just listening to our opinions on it. And we know that not everyone's opinion is the same as ours. But recently I was on a panel for International Women's Day. Solo. 
solo. I know without you, it was bizarre. With The Little Dreamers, which is an incredible organization started by Maddie Buckner. And we were talking about women's rights and it came up in conversation and I just went for it and I started sharing my opinions about the name change when somebody gets married. You're usually or often expected to take the man's name. And actually, out of all the things that people came up to me to chat about after the talk was over, that was the one thing that everyone mentioned and everyone wanted to agree, disagree, share their opinion with, discuss. So we just thought it would be really cool to have this conversation here so we can start prompting some cool conversation. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, let's get into this chat. So I feel like a really nice place to start is to acknowledge that this tradition of a woman taking a man's name when they get married actually isn't a global across the board tradition. And when we've previously been in China and hanging out with our suppliers and talk to them about this, we were really surprised to find that in China or specifically the people we were speaking to in China have different traditions where the men and the women keep their own names when they get married and then the daughters take the woman's last name and the sons take the male last name. So it's really interesting to note straight off the bat that this is definitely a societal thing that in a lot of Western cultures in the world, the woman takes the male's last name. So we did do a little digging around where this tradition did come from. And we were not surprised, we will tell you, to find out that this has emerged from patriarchal history where wives had no surname except were known as wife of X. That's so Handmaid's Tale. Isn't it? So interesting to note that this is a tradition that's come out of England where the wife was the husband's possession, literal possession. And right up to the late 19th century, women in England ceded all property and parental rights to husbands on marriage. Whoa. Let's take a minute for that to sink in. I think... Also, I would like to mention that obviously we have come a very far way since the times where women were their husband's property. But this is actually the question that prompted me to start talking about this on the panel was that I am a firm believer that there are so many tiny little micro moments throughout our day that create the fabric of society where women are not equal to men, where women aren't being paid as much as men, where women aren't being believed when they say that a man raped them. So while there are these big things that we can go after, I am much more interested in focusing on these small little things that we as women just accept in our daily lives. We just take it under the chin and we keep on moving and say, oh, well, that's life. That's what it is. And I think this is one of those things, this name change. And I just realized I have never even thought about this. And I think this is a beautiful thing when we question things that we have never even questioned. Maiden name. What is a maiden name? A fair maiden, a damsel in distress. That's where the term maiden name comes from. Oh my God. Isn't that creepy? I never want to say maiden name again. I know. So I think what is also really interesting to note in the outset of this conversation is 
We all know women who have changed their last names. Most of us have mothers who changed their names when they got married. We have sisters, we have friends. A lot of people listening, I have no doubt, have changed their names themselves when they've gotten married. And I just want to say on the outset, we do not judge you. We do not come into this conversation with judgment. We are all a part of this patriarchal society. We have all been subject to the ways that we think are often shaped by patriarchal society without us even realizing it. So this conversation isn't intended to degrade anyone, to shame anyone. You do you. It's just intended to create questions where there haven't been questions in so many hundreds of years and to think about ways that we might want to do things differently going forward. And also to allow people to feel feel like they're allowed to ask the questions and allowed to raise their voice about things. When I've had this conversation with a lot of friends, their response is often like, oh, I just never really thought about it. Or, oh yeah, I guess like I didn't really want to take the name of my partner, but it was really important to his parents. So I did it. And I think that that's where I'm definitely coming from in this conversation where I want each and every woman to feel that they have a right as much of a right to keep their last name and to have this conversation as the man does in the relationship. And I don't think from what I can see from my friends that that is the case. And it's quite interesting because when we have had this conversation around the office in the past, we've often heard from the girls, oh, well, I don't like my last name that much. I'd be happy to take on the guy's name. And it's not about whether you're happy to take on the guy's name or who has a better name or anything like that. It's that it's expected of you to Mm. take that name. And it's, we want to see a world where we have the choice and that it's a conversation between two consenting adults. What's our last name going to be? Are we going to create a new one? Are we going to take yours? Are we going to take mine? And right now women don't have that choice, even though we might think we do and we might think, oh, but I like his last name. I'll just take it. That's fine. That feels to me more like we're convincing ourselves why it's okay rather than actually feeling like we have choice in the matter. Yeah. And I mean, let's just take a second to actually acknowledge what goes on here. A woman has a name. They have that name their whole life. They've started a career based on that name. That is who they are. That's their identity, right? Jessica Dadon, I tie my identity to that name. That is who I am. And then I come into a relationship as a seemingly equal partner, right? That's what we all in this modern day, we say that we are equal partners. I expect Elliot to do as much cleaning as I do, to do as much cooking as I do, et cetera, et cetera. The equality flows throughout our entire relationship without question. And then maybe we get engaged. And then instantly there is an expectation that I will take his name. It might not be from Elliot specifically, but it might come from his parents. It might come from his friends. It might come from my family. It could come from anywhere, but... It could even come from you, let's be honest. It could even come from me. But the reality of it is that I think no one can possibly argue against is that why is equality flowing throughout our entire relationship? And then when it comes to this one thing, I am just expected to give up my identity to start a new one with my partner. That makes absolutely no sense to me. And I think it did make sense when women had no rights because women didn't have careers. Women's name didn't matter. 
they were just there to serve their husband. So when I think, when I look at it through that lens, I'm like, well, of course, that's why this is the tradition. When you become Mrs. Elliot Kagan Gescheit, when someone says that at a wedding, nothing grinds my bones. Like what happened to my first name? I yeah. Thought, I knew I was giving up my last name, but what happened to my first name? Oh no, you don't have an identity now. You are Mrs. Him. Yeah. And when I think of it like that, it's just so obvious to me that this came at a time when things were totally different. And now things have changed so much, but when we bring up this topic, and in fact, juicy dirt for you, we brought up this topic on quite a famous radio host's podcast. Oh, I forgot that. And they got real funny real quick about it and kind of shut it down and didn't want to offend anyone. Mm. And and they're feminists. Like that that radio show was like the feminist radio show, but yeah. they wouldn't even broach this topic. Yeah, like they just kind of didn't want to go there because it's rocking the boat so hard. And particularly it's interesting that it rocks the boat with women. Women get so fired up around this topic and women are the ones that are being oppressed by this idea. And like Jess says, it filters through to so much more. So while you as an individual might be like, nah, I don't care about the name. It's like, where is this coming from? This is coming from a patriarchal society that is keeping us down. Yeah. And I'm going to go somewhere controversial from here. Do it. But I'm also aware that like, no one else is in the room to challenge me. And if you want to challenge me, like, please come and like DM me and we can have a chat about this because I probably wouldn't say this to the faces of a lot of my friends. But Ooh, I'm excited <laughs> for this one. So when I have had this conversation with women, like you say, women who have changed their name, some of them have said to me like, oh, well, I was actually really excited to change my name. Like I actually thought that it was this new beginning that I was really excited to have and I just really embraced it. And my response, because I respect them and genuinely believe that that's how they feel, I say, okay, great, like happy for you. But what I would love to say is to challenge them and say, but where do those views actually come from? And I think that this goes back to what we're taught that we should want as young girls. We're taught that we should get married and have babies and take our partner's name and take pride in all of those things. And we cannot argue that we are not a product of our society. Like, I mean... I'm vegan and I have really progressive views. I grew up in Melbourne, Australia. Do you think if I grew up, I don't know, somewhere in the UAE to a really religious family, do you think I would be vegan and have really progressive views? Maybe not. Like I think that even though those are my values and that is how I feel, I can't argue that my surroundings created me. And if I can admit that, then can't I admit that maybe my surroundings created a scenario in where I feel I'm happy to take my partner's name when in actual fact, it doesn't make any sense that I would be okay to take someone else's name over my own without a discussion on whether or not it feels okay for me. And I think that so many people when faced with that question would just be like, yeah, but I don't care. You know, if you bring it up and you're like, oh, but do you really want to do this? They'd be like, yeah, but I don't really care about the name thing. And I think that that's just such an easy throwaway thing that if people really 
delve down deeply into it and into why this is happening. They would care because do you care about women's rights? Do you care about feminism? If you care about those things, it's okay to say, I've thought about it. I acknowledge that I'm a product of my society and this is why I'm doing it and I'm choosing to still do it. But please care. Please care about what you are doing because the choices that you are making are affecting all of us as a collective, as women. They're affecting our future daughters and the future women of this world. So we need to care because men don't care. A lot of men don't care. And we need to be the ones that care in order to enact change. I completely agree with you. I think that our society still tells us as men and women that the ideal is that when we get into our late 20s, particularly Western society, a lot of our cultures Uh, when we get into around our late 20s, we should be getting married and having kids. And when I was around that, I I started to get a lot of anxiety around this because I didn't want those things. I wanted to have a career. I wanted to have freedom. I want to have kids one day, but I wasn't feeling like I particularly wanted to have kids or wanted to get married. And I was made to feel weird about that, not by anyone in particular, but by our society and everybody in it as a result. And myself, I felt like, What's wrong with me? When people started to get married and then when people started to have kids, I always felt sick and I was like, I don't want this, but I guess I'll just have to. And it's been the most liberating hump that I've gotten over to get into my early 30s. And now I feel like people don't care about women in their 30s. You know, you're too old. We don't care about you anymore. You don't need to get married and have kids. Go like be a spinster in a corner somewhere and get 10 cats. Uh, I feel like... It's so liberating to finally feel like, oh, I'm free of society's shackles. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I will not pump out babies and get married for you just because that's what society tells us we have to do. I'm going to live my own life. And I think if we could all be embodying that a lot more and be questioning those things a lot more, I think I understand why so many women are proud to have gotten married because it's like this was the path laid out for you and now I've done it. Big tick for me. I've succeeded in life. Your family and your parents and make you all feel like this is what you were working towards. Your whole teen and childhood and whatever was this moment. This is the biggest day of your life. How often are we told that about our wedding? This is the biggest day of your life. Why is this the biggest day of my life? It's an important day in your life, but there are lots of important days in your life. Why is this one the single most important? So yeah, when women finally get that they can't wait to change their names on Facebook the next day as this badge of honor of look I've achieved the thing and we need to shift the thing because it's not there's so much more to life than just becoming Mrs. Somebody Else. Mm, Absolutely per reach literal and figurative sister. So I did actually get into a conversation with some men about this the other day. And it was quite interesting because I was at an event and there were some men there who I would say are not particularly progressive. They were just acquaintances that they were friends of friends who I was hanging out with. So I think most of my good friends have values aligned, but I think it's sometimes kind of nice to hang out with people that have different opinions and beliefs and values to you. And somehow this topic came up because we were at a wedding actually and we were talking about oh is she going to take his name and I put up my hand and I was like yeah no I'm not going to take Renan if I don't even know that we'll get married but you know if we have kids I'm not going to take his name 
and they were like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, he might take my name or we might like mush a name together. And they were like, hmm, okay. So I kind of started to get into it and saying how, you know, it's something that women don't question and I couldn't help myself. It was not the crowd to be talking about this in. And I watched as their faces kind of like curled up in horror at the things that I was saying. And honestly, it highlighted to me being around not progressive men, how much we need to be pushing for this because these not progressive men have never even had this questioned. And then one of them goes, yeah, but I think I would want my wife to have my name because I don't want to give up my name. And I looked at him and I said, well, I don't want to give up my name. And it's like, why is what you want more important than what I want? What did he say? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I think he was just like, "Mm -hmm." Uh, yeah, it wasn't really like a conversation, but it was pretty funny because it just really highlighted that we aren't equals in this conversation. Nobody can say men and women are equals in this discussion because we aren't. Because even when Renan and I have had this conversation and he's very progressive and he's open to questioning his views, but he's acknowledged that it would be a real hit to his pride Mm. to lose his last name and take mine or take a new one. And he's, he knows that that's a societal thing. But he said to me he would get shit from his friends and it wouldn't be an easy thing. And I totally acknowledge that. And it's why everything has to totally shift. Mm. And you might be listening to this and thinking, oh, well, I know plenty of women that have kept their name. Actually, my boyfriend, Elliot, he has two names and that's because he took his mum's name as well. And his mum still has her maiden name, even Mm. though I don't want to call it that. We should call it like queen name or something like that (laughs) her feminist name yeah i love that but the reality of it is while many women might be keeping their names at this stage although to be honest like majority of my friends haven't Mm, same but, but there are a lot of people who are keeping their names but the conversation stops there it stops at the couple and it definitely does not ever i have never oh once and it does not flow on to the children and I think that that in and of itself is insane and something we need to start to question it's like okay if our society is semi warming up to the idea that a woman might want to keep her name which I'll I'll say very loosely because I know that so many people struggle with that and so many people's families struggle with that yeah we're going from like icy to cool it's not warm we're not warming yet not certainly not warm but what's still ice cold rock hard don't even come near here is the idea that the children might take the woman's name. Oh, don't even get me started on this one. So the other day I was actually having this conversation with my friend and she is very open to these sorts of conversations and she's getting married soon and I was explaining to her how I feel about my own name and about my children's name and she said to me, oh my God, I've never even thought about the children's name before like I knew I was supposed to be thinking about my name but the children's name hadn't even occurred to me because we're not allowed we're not allowed heaven forbid you should have that thought and I think many 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 men would get offended at the idea that we would even want the children to follow our name because their family and I I honestly can't think of a valid reason that is equal there is none 
So I actually have been discussing with Elliot over a number of years what we would opt to do if we decided to create a family. And something that we had discussed was the idea of our children taking my name. And I honestly had the thought while I was driving subconsciously, but then it came to the surface and then it became conscious. I thought to myself, oh, but if they don't have his last name, maybe he'll feel less connected to them. And then I realized that no mother has children basically with their surname and we've never had the thought of, oh, maybe they don't feel connected to their children. Of course, I would only think that about a man, which is completely unfair. I know. And I've actually seen people talk about this on Instagram before, that like, oh, obviously I would give the kids the last name of the man so that they felt connected to him and what I have to say to you if that is you uh, you probably shouldn't be having children with a man who needs the kids to be stamped with his own fucking name in order to feel connected to him oh we just went there okay we were and being we're mild and then we became a red hot and in- then it just got savage <laughs> but seriously I think of Renan and Elliot progressive men as they are doing the work as they are and they wouldn't need a last name on a baby in order to feel connected to it how egotistical is that no one should be having kids if they need it to have their last name in order to feel connected to it you know what spend time with them if you want to feel connected to them connect with them if you want to feel connected to them don't stamp your name on them Mm. and use that as a way to feel connected and then because there's only two people in the room I would then challenge you and say well then why do you feel that your kid needs to have your last name to which you would respond that's not for connection that's to challenge the patriarchy definitely and that is something that Renan and I have discussed where he's like well why can't we just create a third name like we'll just mush our names together and that could be the Deanie. name Deanie oh that's cute or like hide and look I'd be down for that and he says to me but we need to create change through you know showing people we could just like create a, a new last name to which I say I think that society has so far to go to be equal that if a few people are just mushing their names together is that pushing it far enough? I would love, I would just love, like I don't know why I'm sacrificing my whole life to be an activist, but that's just what I feel like I want to do. If Renan or Elliot or both became dad-ons and then our kids became dad-ons, imagine how fucking outraged people would be about it. They would be so outraged. They would be so and judgmental. Can you, they and would, can you imagine what they would say about us or like let's just call oh, let's go there let's just call it like an example so imagine if a man did take a woman's last name can you imagine the stuff that would be said about that woman oh yeah how controlling she is she wears the pants in that relationship she walks all over him she always gets her way yeah like it would just be ridiculous and I would love to be that person that they say that fucking shit about come at me I just feel like that would be such a talking point to really make people question why they're doing things yeah and I think I'm really really interested to hear how this conversation is going to be received and what you guys think but like if it's do you hate us now if it's firing (laughs) you up and like making you feel icky inside or giving you a visceral reaction that's kind of the point of all of this you know the point is to make people feel uncomfortable to the point of questioning 
why they do things. Yeah, like if you're angry right now, why are you angry? Yeah, and let's talk it out. I'm really keen to open up the forum. Oh, same, for sure. And I, yeah, I think whenever anything does touch you, whenever you do have a reaction to something, it's a really awesome thing to say to myself, okay, why am I having this reaction? What's this touching in me? Because when you can dive down deep into yourself and be like, oh, what belief is this touching? That's when only good is going to come out of that. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. And interestingly enough, a man came up to me after that panel conversation and he received what I said really openly and he was like thank you so much for sharing I hadn't really heard that perspective before I'm really interested and I'd like to hear more I I just wanted to ask you what is the answer he was like you've posed so many questions you've said you don't believe in the name change for a woman you've said you don't believe in that children should take their dad's name but what's the answer and I just looked at him and I said oh no, I don't have any answers. I just have all the questions, (laughs) you know, because I don't really think that the mush of the names is the answer. And I don't think that every man taking the woman's name is the answer. What I would love to see happen in the most ideal utopia is that a partnership happens And then an open-hearted conversation unfolds where both parties are equally heard and able to say their piece around how they feel towards their name and why it might be or might not be important to them to take forward. But I do think that right now in this society, we don't have the capacity to have those open-hearted conversations because there's too much expectation placed on us as women and Also that when little boys grow up, they're also fed these same things that we are in that they need to expect this from a wife. Mm -hmm. And like you said, we don't have the answers. We have a lot of questions. And I think unless you're asking the questions, you don't get answers. So I think people haven't questioned this for such a long time. And we've moved into this next phase now where we are asking the questions and answers will start to show themselves. And I think the other day Renan said to me, or I had the realization that Dadon is my dad's name. And it was his dad's name and it was his dad's name before that. And so if we were to become Dadons, we're just taking my male lineage's name. So it's all very, very interesting and all up for discussion and exploration. And I think that's what the important thing is, that these things are up for discussion. I think we are going to wrap that one up there just in a nice, neat little bow to sit underneath your skin for the rest of the day and eat away at you. I feel really vulnerable right now that we just put all of that out there because we do hold back so much usually on that conversation, which I think says a lot about our society anyway. And slowly we've been opening up to have this conversation. We've mentioned it before in a podcast episode. But I love the place that we're in right now in the world, in ourselves, in this podcast, that we can put this conversation out there for people to hear and we'll just see how it lands. Yeah, please. If you have any feedback or if you'd like to continue the conversation, I feel like this one's got to go down on how to live the podcast on Facebook. We'll definitely open up a forum there and also hit us up how to live the podcast on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being so open to our views and opinions and questioning your own views and opinions We really, really appreciate you coming along on this journey with us. 
And we are going to see you here next week. Sending you love. Bye. Peace out. Na 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 na